Welcome to Show Me Something Wrong. Where each episode, one of us chooses the movie to watch that the other hasn't seen. The movie is often obscure, usually odd, and always wrong. (laughs) I'm Dave. And I'm Guy, and I have chosen the movie, and it is... Blood Brothers, directed by Mike Diana from 1989. Before we get into the movie, I feel like there's a lot to say about the director, Mike Diana. Yeah. So, before we get into it, what is your prior knowledge of the man? I... Look, I don't know that much about his work. Mm-hmm. I know his name very well. Mm-hmm. When I When I was growing up, I had a... Well, I still have an older brother. He's like 14 years older. And right. he's, a, he's an artist. And um, I used to go over to his house and he had filthy underground comics all over the place. <laughs> there might have been some Mike Diana there, but I don't ever remember reading it. All I remember is like Robert Crumb warping my eight-year-old <laughs> mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I do know Mike Diana as like a very, very fucked up underground comic artist. Mm. That's what I yeah primarily know him as. That's important to mention. So Mike Diana is not a filmmaker primarily. He's a comic book artist. And he is very well known for being the only comic book artist to be convicted of obscenity. In America, the American comic oh, really? artist. Yeah, he's the only person. Have have other people been charged? Do you think? Surely. Well, you know, it, it's so bizarre because America is, you know, the the land of the free. You got the free speech thing, yeah. right? So how can you charge mm, uh, an artist? Yeah, yeah, based on their art, it doesn't make sense. Mm. It goes against their amendments. Yeah. <laughs> so how does that even fucking work? But Mike Diana, through his art, somehow broke the rules of the law. Like he mm. broke the law. And I don't mean like he broke the law as in he caused an offense. Yeah. He broke the system yeah, yeah. <laughs> by being charged. Yeah. So, Florida, 1992. There was the uh, the, the Gainesville student murders. So, serial killings happen- happening across the county. And the police were out looking for a suspect. Uh, they had no leads. But one of the police officers came across uh, these comics by Mike Diana called Boiled Angel. And the ones in particular that caused a lot of stir was uh, issues seven and eight. And the reason being was there was a lot of kind of themes similar to what's happening with these murders. Right. And, you know, like body, like rapes and body mutilations and things I really don't want to say, like, yeah, his, like his, things with minors yeah. involved. So he was his like... comics are fucked. He was pushing the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like anything that you would ever consider taboo is in Mike's comics. Yeah. And this is... Going back a long time ago, he was like 20-something in his early Mm. 20s. And he was drawing since before that as well. So he was drawing all these fucked up comics, really, really fucked up comics um, since he was a teenager. Mm. And so he became like prime suspect for these uh, student murders. So the police like knocked on his door and demanded these um, like DNA samples and... And, you know, which he, he provided you know, against his will. Um, but And they did the test and he was cleared. He wasn't the suspect. But they still weren't happy with these comic books that he was making. And eventually he was um, charged for, for, what's the word? Obscenity. Obscenity. <laughs> <laughs> so he got taken to, um, to trial and it was like, you know, this national 
sensation this guy and he he was like corrupting the youth mm. and he was just a he was a he's a kid himself he was like 25 at the time sure but outside the uh, the courts uh, people were like burning effigies of him really? and like burning Holy comics shit. of him but also keeping in mind how insane this is because these comics that he made he was only distributing them in like circles right, of right. these kind of underground comics and he think he only produced like 50 or 60 copies at, really? at a time Wow. And it just became this sensational news, which also blew him into the public's eye, which is also probably how he's so famous and well-known now. Mm. Um, but the judge said he was responsible for the moral breakdown of society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, he was um, he was found guilty and sentenced to three years. Yeah, I found, I found drawing that, these fucking comics. That, that's insane that he was found guilty. When you have free speech in America, yeah, that yeah. makes no sense. There's a there's a documentary about mm. this, right? I, mean, I really wanted to see that by Frank Henenlotta, yeah, yeah, which is of course Mr. Basket Case and mm. um, what else he do? Uh, Frank and Hooker <laughs> and my favorite Brain Damage. Yeah. You seen that one? Yeah, that's yeah, it's a banger. <laughs> so, um, so but even the the, the the wildest thing about this whole case about him. So he got sentenced to three years. He didn't do the whole um, the whole sentence. He got out on like probation relatively soon after because yeah. I think everyone just agreed this is a bit fucked. Mm. Um, but the judge banned him from drawing. What? Yeah. <laughs> like and and not only that, he wasn't allowed to go near schools. He wasn't allowed to go near minors, mm. and he was banned from drawing. Even like in his own home, what? and in one of the uh, the things in his uh, in his sentence was that police would come to his apartment like unannounced at any time of the day and seize any sort of drawings or anything that they may find. What the fuck? How fucking nuts <laughs> that is, is that? Crazy. This is a comic book artist we're yeah, talking yeah. about. A twenty five year old kid. Like what? it's fucked. Yeah. Was that like a so he was sentenced to three years mm. but that was he kind of got out of he got out he, he that, only did like four days did in actual some community jail. service or something like he that he got he got loads of hours of community service um mm. he had to do psych evaluations which he had to pay for right. he was banned from going to schools or, or going near schools yeah banned from going near minors um banned from drawing so this ban on drawing is yeah. that like is that a permanent ban or I, th- I guess at least while he was on under probation right, right. That um is, that's insane isn't that insane that's like and totally the fact the police insane. could have like legally come into his house at any time unannounced and seize anything so he wasn't allowed to own fucking like drawing equipment right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's like mm. it's like going into a guy who's like shut up a school you're not allowed to own guns like, yeah, i get yeah, that yeah. but a man who's drawing fucking pictures i guess this is like the early 90s right so that that was something of like a kind of moral panic. Well, yeah, time, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I wonder said, if, if that had if, if it was more like a political kind of mm, thing. Yeah, he was responsible for the moral breakdown of society and stuff. That's and nuts. How, yeah. I, it's just fucking bizarre. <laughs> so, so that's um, oh yeah, and as you mentioned, so this is all like really nicely put together in a fantastic documentary by uh, Frank Ken and Lotta called Boiled Angels, The Trial of Mike Diana. I've got to say that. Which I highly recommend. I need to say that. It's fucking great. Mm. Mm. So, with that dusted off, spoken about, let's go back eight years or so when he was a teenager. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mike Diana, so teenager here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, he was working in, um, at a supermarket 
Mm. And um, he said, and he was, you know, he was going to the local mum and pop store, buying all the horror VHS tapes that we all know and love. Um, and he saved up his money to buy a camcorder, apparently, mm. which his dad was very, very um, highly um, supportive of. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, nice. he was. Like, you're gonna buy this camera, and you're gonna take some lovely home videos, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, what he ended up doing was shooting his own like homemade horror movies right. based on all these like <laughs> '80s splatter films that he had fallen in love with. I think the main film that he's uh, mostly known for is called uh, Baked Baby Jesus. I think it is. Yeah. That name comes up quite a lot. That, that was a bit later. Right, like that's like yes, early it is nineties. Whereas this is so he made his first film called The Shed, which was done in eighty seven, and then this one called Blood Brothers in eighty nine, and there is a connection there which I'll go into later. Um, but he had this video camera, and he was like, "I just want to make a horror film like the ones I'm renting from my mom and pop video shop," and he kind of just gathered up the local community gathered up his friends and families, their friends, like, the whole kind of thing, like, hey, hey, you want to be in a movie? Come with me. And he just gathered all these kids. Yeah. And when I say kids, he was still a teenager himself, but everyone in this film is a kid. Mm. Like he, He's the main actor in this, right? No. Oh, really? So the main actor in this is his younger brother. Oh, and fuck. I thought that was him. He's the guy behind the camera. Oh, shit. Really? So he's a few years older. He's the one kind of orchestrating the whole thing from behind the camera, like directing and filming, whilst his brother and his brother's mates are kind of going out and killing people. Oh, fuck. Okay, because that that guy looks Mm. exactly like Mike Mm. Diana, the the main guy in it. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, that's Mike Diana. Yep. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So he had no friends, so he just cast his younger brother and his friends. And there, there are kids, like as young as five years old getting murdered in this. Yeah. (laughs) And not just murdered, I mean, brutally fucking annihilated. I think one thing that's important to talk about, we'll get into this for Mm. sure, but, like, I also, you know, when I was a teenager, I made, like, horror films Mm. with my friends and, you know, tried to replicate the movies I liked. But this is way more fucking extreme. Yeah. This is fucked to the point that <laughs> there were some scenes in this where i was genuinely gobsmacked mm. by what i was seeing and it, it does have that feeling of like you know some kids making a film and it's yeah. a bit of fun but there's like a layer of fucked upness to mm. this that is truly oh, yeah. shocking 100 <laughs> percent agree with you 100 percent because it's like it's fun it's like gather your mates around yeah. the we're gonna we're gonna make a fucking gory film and on, on one hand it's so charming because it is, you can just totally tell that it's just like some guy making a passion project and yeah. just having a blast doing it. But on the other hand, my God, is this film <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. So, let's get into it. Yes. Blood Brothers, 1989. I love the the way that this film starts. <laughs> it's so great. It's just got this like fucked up audio just mm. saying Blood Brothers sort of stuttering yeah, over and over. Blood, 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 blood Brothers. Blood, 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 blood Brothers. And then the keyboard is like, <laughs> the whole oh fucking my God. score is the- done on like this shitty Casio keyboard. Oh God, yeah, I the score is like, it's kind of perfect for what this is. Mm. Like it is like a shitty 
Casio score, but there's moments where I'm like, man, it actually works really well mm. <laughs> in, in its own sort of way. But yeah, we've got like this, yeah, crazy opening that's kind of moving around this like fucked up abandoned house is what it, it looks it, like. It seems like some kind of like condo, like complex out in Florida. Yeah. Like all yeah. the all the buildings are run down mm. and it kind of just like weaving in and out of the buildings. Yeah. Like, all the rooms are like fuck this stuff everywhere. That mental music is playing. Yeah. And we get that like the we go into a room and there's the title mm. just written on the wall. Yeah. Blood Brothers. And it it's like that's awesome. <laughs> it looks so good. I don't know about you. I mean, I've never been to America. I don't. I, I'm. I don't know much about the different states, but this is exactly what I imagine Florida to look that, like. Yeah. <laughs> I. I gotta say. Yeah. Generally, when we watch these, we don't look up anything about. You, you know, if if you're recommending it to me, I won't research it at all. Yeah. But when I was watching it, I'm like, this has to be Florida. Yeah. I'm just gonna check, and I checked afterwards. I'm like, yeah, it's Florida. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly... That's the only place in America I've been to. Oh, really? I actually went there probably, I guess, a little bit after this was filmed in the 90s. So, Mm. this is the only America that I've ever seen in in person before. You picked a good one. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, we're going through all these, like, old abandoned buildings. You see, you got the Blood Brothers written on the wall. It's all just, like, there's some guy walking with with a handheld cam. And then we get our first, like... Our first fucked up moment, yeah. one of many, and it's a fucking dead baby, mm. like wrapped in kind of cloth, like covered in blood, with a syringe stabbed into its head. Yeah. And I mean, as I'm saying this now, I know it sounds fucking horrific, mm. but everyone listening has to understand the cheapness yeah. of this film. It's just a doll. It's a right? doll. It's a doll. But it is it. it it's also very... It's got that weird, horrible, like, gross voyeuristic feel mm. to it. And it doesn't linger on the doll. And because it is, like, a gross, like, Super 8-ish kind of quality... Uh, I'm not saying it is shot on Super 8, but it's it's really fuzzy. Mm. So, it still looks gross. Yeah. It doesn't look, like, so clean that you can see all the flaws in the in the picture. That's, a, that's an important point with this whole film, I think. Where, it, you know, the imagery is really fucked Mm. it is really cheap so you know you're seeing like a doll Mm. that's been stabbed in the head and it's very fake Mm. but you're right it has like there's a grime to Mm. this where it doesn't really matter how cheap it looks it's still disturbing (laughs) and then the blood brothers approach we got our entrance (laughs) two fucking awesome dudes big mullets yeah i think they were like both 12 years old at this point so so one of them is Mike Deanna's brother. Yeah. And then the other is this just some, some kid. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny because, yeah, he the, that that makes so much sense now. Because when I was watching it, I'm like, is that that is that Mike Deanna? Because mm. it looks so much like him. Yeah. Um, but it, it seemed that he was too young. Um, so, that, yeah, that makes total sense that, yeah. it's, that it's his brother. I love their shirts. Also, say Blood Brothers yeah, on the but... back. What a great time. It's like they got their fucking, like, crew and... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's quite funny because I was trying to think like how could I um, how can I talk about this and like differentiate the two because they're both like 12 year old kids with mullets and they're yeah. exactly the same no one has any names in this film <laughs> um, and anyway so the two blood brothers uh, Mike Tiana's little brother and the other one we'll just call him the other, the other one. one so uh, they approach they go inside the uh, <laughs> the abandoned building <laughs> 
and they've got the most ridiculously <laughs> large yeah. size bag of cocaine you've yeah. ever seen in your life. Not only that, they've got this giant, yeah, these giant bags of cocaine, and they've also got these massive mirrors. Yeah. Which is just so funny, <laughs> that idea. So they lay down these massive mirrors on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. What's happening? And then they line up, do they... <laughs> put down these massive lines of coke <laughs> yeah. on these mirrors. It's uh, so ridiculous. Oh, man. It, it's so funny. And they're just snorting this mm. coke. I, I cannot stress how big these lines of oh, coke yeah, are. Yeah. They're fucking it, massive. And, and loads of them as well. Yeah. It's not just like a few lines. It's yeah. like multiple lines on these giant <laughs> mirrors. And it's great because it's kind of like, you look at it like, this is what doing drugs looks like to someone who's never <laughs> yeah, done drugs before. Yeah. Like, you know, like teenage kids, oh, this is what they do. They line it up in a mirror and they put a line and it's like a fucking kilo of coke. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like rubbing their faces in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so, it's so good, this opening. Yeah, he's like putting his face in the coke and then like they, we start cutting to their wrists. Oh yeah. Being slit with uh, a razor blade, mm. right? And, um... <laughs> like, when I was watching this, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, slitting their wrists, blood's coming out, and then they put their, their wrists mm. together, like, classic Blood Brothers style. Yeah. And then there's the line over the top, Blood Brothers forever, man. <laughs> Blood Brothers forever, man. That's it, they form the pact, don't they? I love, though, yeah. for a film that really drives home the Blood Brothers aspect in this opening scenes. We've got the Blood Brothers title, the Blood Brothers yeah. shirts, the wrists getting cut, the Blood Brothers lines. Doesn't last too long, it though, in the not. Blood Brothers connection. <laughs> yeah, that soon goes goes pretty bad, bad pretty quick, doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> but then that's it. That With all that coke, that starts their, their drug-fueled killing rampage, right. which is basically this movie. So this movie is... Two kids, Cokefield killing spree, essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, so then some random kid turns This is up. my favorite scene. <laughs> <laughs> and he knocks on the door and he's like, hey, I got some good weed. You want to buy it? You, he's like, <laughs> he's like, I've got some good weed. I'm selling it for a nickel. <laughs> hey, I got a nice bag of weed for a nickel. Would you like to buy it? I also love this, this kid really just looks like a kid like yeah. he looks so fucking young this kid i don't know how old he is maybe like 11 or 12 or something oh he looked younger to and me yeah. i love this kid because he's he's so shit he's such mm. a bad actor yeah and the whole time he's just smiling no matter what's happening in the city <laughs> <laughs> but the the blood brothers grab his uh his bag of weed mm. and taste it <laughs> and uh one of them was like that's fucking parsley <laughs> Oh man! So so yeah, they're unhappy. That and they're like, "Oh, you're trying to fucking take us for a ride." So let's fucking kill this guy. And so they like hold him down, grab a hammer, and like smash his hand into oblivion. Is <laughs> yeah. repeatedly smashing his hand with a hammer. And as he said, he's screaming bloody murder. <laughs> but he's like looking at the camera yeah. and like laughing. <laughs> that that was the thing. I really loved in this and this is the first scene you start to notice that there's so much looking at the camera mm. and now that you say that it's 
you know, Mike Diana behind the camera, it makes so much sense to mm. me now. Cause he's like, obviously like directing it all. And they're sort of, these kids are like looking to him for yeah. direction. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, especially this kid as he's getting his, his fingers hammered and it's, it's like, it's quite a good effect. <laughs> oh, honestly. I thought it was good. Yeah. It's like cheap, but it's clearly like a, like a kind of fake hand filled with meat or something. Yeah. yeah getting smashed up, but they just keep having this shot of him screaming while looking at the camera with a little bit of a smile yeah, yeah. on his face. And, and his line, he's just going, my hand, my <laughs> yeah. hand, my hand, my hand, what are you doing my hand? And it's great because he's screaming and screaming. And then as you said, like he looks, you can tell he looks at Mike Diana and, and Mike Diana probably is behind the camera. So like, yeah, more, 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 more. And he says, ah, ah, my hand, my hand, ah. And he's just screaming relentlessly. And That's they so fucking good. like hammer his hand off. Yeah. And like throw, throws it at the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's running out, you know, running out blood dripping everywhere. And what does he do? He fucking drips blood over their mountain mm. of cocaine, um, which they ain't happy with. Mm. Understandably. So, so they uh, they spear him to death. Yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure what that <laughs> utensil was that they used. But they go to the kitchen and grab... It's like a giant pole with a kind of fork on the end <laughs> yeah. of it. And I love the, the violence in this is very funny because it, it's very gentle in a way mm. like it's disgusting but it's also very slowly poking it into yeah. people yeah. and stuff oh, yeah what a great scene what a great that kid was awesome I, I bet his parents were not happy that he was on this oh my god yeah I, I was you look at like the, the two kids like you can, they got the mullets they kind of look like they probably just listened to Metallica for the first time but then the my hand kid he looks like he's kind of a bit more well dressed he's kind of a yeah. bit more groomed and you probably would think ah oh, shit he's his parents probably wouldn't be too happy mm. that he was getting his hand smashed off by a bunch of cocaine-fueled kids. I do think we see that kid again later on oh, really? in, a, in a different role. I ah. could be wrong, but we'll, we'll get to that insane scene later on. Right, right. <laughs> so that's uh, victim number one of their killing spree. <laughs> then they next scene, they're walking down the street. There's some kid on the bike. Yeah. And we get the great line. There's a kid on the bike. Let's go kill him. <laughs> some kid on his bike. Let's go kill him. Yeah, one, of them, one of them has a fucking pickaxe yeah, as yeah, well. They're, they're walking down with like, one's got a pickaxe. And what does the other one has like a, is it a mallet or something? Like a hammer. Mm. And one's got a pickaxe. They're just sort of strolling down the street. And uh, yeah, see this random kid on the bike, also with a mullet, I oh, think. Man, Florida, sure Florida's mullet central. But do you know like mullets now? Are back in fashion. Oh, I right? know how weird is it's that? It's nuts. When when I went back to Australia in uh, August last year, um, I was so shocked mm. at. I swear to God, ninety five percent of the teenagers I saw Seriously? had massive filthy mullets. That's wild. It's full on, and and I've heard it's the same in the UK. I heard it's a rugby thing. A rugby thing? I heard it's something to do with rugby. Like, really? maybe like, there's, like, a, a rugby player who has it, and that kind of kicked oh, it man. all off or something. But I don't follow any sports, so I have no idea. But that's mm. what I was told. That's back in... wild. The other one that's back is the moustache. But I think... I The moustache. The moustache. I think there's more than one. It's not, like... <laughs> it's not so defined as yeah. the mullet, but... Uh, but moustache is a, a back end, but I think that's to do with uh, Top Gun... Maverick. Oh right, having some cool, cool moves in it. Mm. But I've seen like a lot of Americans here with mustaches. Oh no! There you go. But yeah, the combo of mullet and mustache though. 
that's like sort of the peak, right? You know, what they say Every, everything has a twenty-year cycle. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But like the the mullet of all fucking things, though. Mm. Like it, it is it, an objectively horrendous haircut. <laughs> of all the things that were to come back in style, I would not have put my money oh, on the it's mullet. It's unbelievable. My my nephew, who's uh, like sixteen, yeah, he wanted to grow a mullet, and my brother was like. Oh yeah, you can grow a mullet, but you'll be sleeping outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you should get a mullet. You know what? I was thinking about it. Mm. We should both do it. Ah, mullet bros. It would take a while to grow it, I think. It's it's quite a you, you know, you have to make an investment in that mullet to yeah. get a nice big long mullet. Uh, it just seems like more effort than it's worth. <laughs> By the time you grow it, it'll be out of <laughs> well out, out of fashion. fashion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me laugh at me. Yeah, mullets. That's so twenty twenty. <laughs> this this uh, next scene though with this kid on the bike, I really this was the main bit I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay, with you. you go ahead. Um, so yeah, basically they they approach this kid and mm. they're like, "We want to kill you." Yeah, <laughs> and they they chase him into his house, which I I think might actually be in the same house. I think it's so just another, another abandoned film. Yeah, it's like this it? yeah. other horrible looking abandoned house. Um, and yeah, the kid with the mullet escapes into the house and they pry open the door with the pickaxe, mm. drag him out and they're, they're beating him. But it's like very, you know, fake, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, slow, yeah. sort of yeah. slow fists moving towards him beating. <laughs> uh, then the kid pulls out a knife they very quickly overpower him. <laughs> that scene when they're beating him up, he has the most girlish screams. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're insane, aren't they? I think that on the screams, I think that that was a Mike Diana direction. Because right. did you notice, like throughout it, whenever anyone's getting killed, yeah, the, <laughs> the screams are ridiculous. They're so high, and there's yeah. a scene later on with some screaming that oh, is yeah. honestly. I was in absolute hysterics watching a scene later on involving screaming. But yeah, yeah. this is like the first of the high-pitched screaming. Yeah. And it was great. That transition was So they're beating him and he's screaming like, well, like a child. Yeah, because he is. Because he is. But then he gets out, pulls out a knife, and then all of a sudden he's like, get away, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like he suddenly like grows a pair. <laughs> but yeah, they, they very quickly grab him, handcuff him to, like, a, a pole, right? Mm. Like, a white post or something. And this is where it gets so fucked. So, yep. so before this, yeah, we've had that, like, baby thing at the start, but it's mostly been kind of silly and, like, still, like, okay, this is teenagers yeah. making this, and yeah. it's, not, it's not too bad yeah. until this scene. This scene is so, wrong. It's <laughs> so yeah. fucked Oh, like, and just <laughs> properly, properly insane. So they, they um, again, very slowly, gently uh, put a pair of pliers mm. into his mouth mm. and gently pull his tongue out yeah. and rip his tongue out. That's not the bit that shocked me, them pulling out his tongue. It's what happens next yeah. with the tongue. So one of the blood brothers has the tongue starts licking the tongue mm. which is you know a, a motive that we'll see a motif mm. that we'll see over and over in this sort of licking like <laughs> bodily parts, parts yeah. Yeah. and and that i'm like fuck that is messed up what the fuck yeah. then it gets worse oh then he gets the the tongue that mm. he's ripped out 
and starts dabbing it on his crotch and essentially masturbating with this ripped out tongue. And did did you get the line? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. Just oh wait. When he's mas what he says when he's when he's masturbating or yeah. Oh wait. Maybe I missed that one. What does he say there? The part about the head. Oh, go on. What is it? I've forgotten. Oh, oh, yeah. It it's it's not nice. Just to really explain how fucked this scene is, you have a 12-year-old kid having just ripped the tongue out of another, probably 12-year-old kid, then rubbing it on his crotch, masturbating with it, essentially. Then he says the line, head the hard way. (laughs) Head the hard way. Oh, here you go. And I missed that. The, I mean, the the scenario itself is fucked up enough, but then to like put into the situation, you got you got the director mm. directing these kids to do that. Yeah, yeah. His younger twelve year old brother and so his mate, and he's like, "Yeah." And what you're gonna do is you're gonna say, "Head the hard way." They have no fucking idea what yeah. that means. That actually. So I watched this thinking that one of those blood brothers was Mike right, Diana. Right. It makes it so much worse mm. knowing that it was an older brother directing yeah. this. It's He's like so instigating fucked. all the gross child sex infused blood shit. Oh, oh it's, it's it's horrible. That is fucked. But but uh, like as this is happening, my favorite, probably my favorite line in the film. The, the kid who's had his tongue ripped yeah. out is watching this happen and he says, My tongue! My tongue! Oh my god! My tongue! My tongue! My tongue! Oh my god! My tongue! And that's also like a thing you, that happens over and over. People like having body parts yeah. ripped off and they're going, Oh no! My <laughs> insert body part mm. there. Oh man, but that was... That is like... Yeah, it really takes a turn mm. with that moment to something much worse yeah when you like introduce that sexual aspect to it yeah. as well when i first so, saw this i was like oh oh, oh god like it's cruel. Oh, they really went there Jesus. yeah it's really really disturbing yeah and then they they return to the the kid that they've ripped the tongue out and they start cutting out his eye oh yeah and this is really funny like repeated sound right i think it's like the kid moaning and a sort of squelching sound it's like repeating just mm. over and over and over again and yeah I think, that's yeah. it they popped his eye out and they're like oh let's get out of here oh let's just say like this is in broad daylight yeah. on the, in the middle <laughs> yeah. of the street and they're like someone might see us let's go so they pick up their Fucking massive pickaxe and run away. <laughs> that was something I, th- I thought about a lot watching this. How it's clearly just shot in the suburbs of Florida. Mm. So imagine seeing this scene play out. Like seeing, you know, <laughs> two 12-year-olds with another 12-year-old handcuffed to a pole. Yeah. <sighs> like what a weird thing to just oh, see. in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> when, um, when I first saw this... The next scene, I was really worried mm. about where I was going. And I was like, oh, Dave yeah. is not going to like this. I got very pissed off at you <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> I didn't fucking make it. But <laughs> but luckily, it didn't go as horrible yeah. as it was going to be. Yeah, we, we just cut to like a, a dead cat, right? Yeah. Like an actual dead cat. Yeah. yeah. With the 
one of the blood brothers just staring at it and i'm like oh no it's gonna be some kind of like you know animal corpse mutilation sort yeah of shit. i was very worried it was gonna go down that route but thankfully it doesn't just... It's, it's just a weird moment in the film mm. with them staring at this dead cat and it's actually I, i'm gonna say oddly affecting that moment it's quite right. it's very strange and surreal mm. and it flows quite nicely Mm -hmm. to the next thing that happens which is (laughs) absolutely fucking crazy (laughs) and very florida as well (laughs) oh my god so the next scene so they're they're kind of just like standing around right like keep in mind remember they've just done a load of cocaine and i think the cocaine is murdered two children (laughs) yeah but i think the drugs are like starting to take effect essentially so you have this weird, like, hallucination scene, um, seen through the eyes of my Diana's little brother, where he's looking at his mulleted mate, and he's there holding, like, a crocodile, alligator mm. skull, mm. and he's just kind of, like, lifting it up and down. Waving it. Kind when, of. Like, repeatedly. And, like, staring at him, completely, like, like with no expression on his face, just lifting up and down this, this um, alligator skull. And my dad's little, little brother is like, you better cut that out. And he's, and he's like, what, 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 you know, what are you talking about? And then the bike down his brother goes, that's it. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, and it says the best fucking line. He says, nobody waves the evil skull of death at me and gets away with it. I wrote that down as well. <laughs> that, that was amazing. That line. <laughs> like, what the fuck is the evil skull of death? I'll teach you to wave the evil, evil skull of death at me. Oh, and, man. you know, you do hear, like, Florida has a lot of gators, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not surprised that they had a skull lying around. It's like, we're going to use this, and it's going to be fucking a weird hallucination scene. It's such a weird moment. Like, the it kind of... It's sort of... Like, the frantic energy that we've had kind yeah. of takes a pause yeah. for this weird hallucination kind of scene. And the music like is it. beautifully paired to it as well. Yeah, it's that yeah. really psychedelic, lots of like bleeps and blobs it, going around. It's actually genuinely quite well done, yeah. like quite effective. <laughs> so um, Mike Downer's little brother um, chokes him out, basically, mm. Mm. Uh, kills him. And then we get a, a very grotesque scene. Also, this film... <laughs> Is called Blood Brothers. The whole first part's really nailed home this yeah. Blood Brothers aspect. That's the end of yeah. the Blood Brothers. Yeah. As a duo. <laughs> and we're like, what, 15 minutes into the film? <laughs> I found that very funny. But yeah, so he's strangled his Blood Brother mm. to death. Uh, and then just starts stabbing mm. the dead body, right? And he, he opens up like a big wound mm. in the... Yeah, and his guts, right? And he's just pulling out body parts. Yeah. And he, he, it's kind of, it's like, it's really weird. Like, he pulls out, did you catch what he, he pulled out something and put it aside, and it looked like a bottle or something. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. At one point, I didn't know what that was, but. At first, I was thinking, like, this has got to just be, like, guts from the local butcher. Right. But then it, yeah, like you said, it looks like a bottle. It's like maybe he's tried to make some sort of organ in there or something. Yeah. And then he starts, like, shoving his hand down towards the crotch Mm. area. And I was a bit worried at this point. So you should (laughs) be. As to where this is going. And he he rips something out. 
and pulls it out and I guess it's meant to be the dick. It's his dick. And balls. Yeah. That he's ripped off with his bare hands. With his <laughs> animalistic, cocaine-fueled strength. Yeah, so he's like rips, ripped off his blood brother's <laughs> little dick. <laughs> Fucking insane. Again, we're talking about 12-year-old kids here. Yeah, got it's like so fucked One up. mutilating the other, then ripping off his dick. Yeah. And doesn't he like throw it up against the wall after that? Uh, you know, I swear, he, like he takes he throw on... it onto a, the blood brother's face. Oh yeah, or something like a. I can't remember. I think there's but... something else that he throws against the wall. Mm. Oh, that's a that's a very, very bloody scene. <laughs> very fucked up. Very fucked up. Oh boy. Yeah. So we've had that. He goes into a house, mm. which is the same the house, same house. Yeah. <laughs> that the you know kid that got his tongue ripped out. Uh, went into I'm pretty sure it's the same place and then we cut to a woman driving a car mm. and I don't know if you know more about this but surely that's Mike Dian- Diana's mum it is yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so it looks exactly like Mike Diana but with like a kind of fro yeah <laughs> oh man that that sequence is kind of cool as well she's like driving oh. and we're seeing through the window like these houses that she's going past and mm. they're like covered in like swash sticker graffiti and stuff. It's really fucked up. Yeah. The fuck's wrong with Florida? <laughs> the fuck's wrong with Florida? <laughs> yeah. But it seems like I was wondering like what her character was. I, I wonder if her character was supposed to be the mom of one of the kids who got murdered. Cause yeah. it seems like she's looking for someone. Yeah. She's like looking around. She's and... driving slowly peering mm. out around the window and I was, yeah. And she, she stops in front of the house where the blood brother, Mike Dana's brother is out the front. Right. Mm. And she, yeah, she, she stops there and he's kind of like hiding uh, from her, right? Yeah. Like, trying to avoid her. And she looks around for a bit, gets back into the car, and then he's, like, crawling around the he's car. like, stalking her, and essentially. He's, he's got a, yeah. what do you call it? A it's scythe. a scythe. scythe. Yeah. yeah, he's got, like, this massive scythe. <laughs> As he gets to, you know, the front of the car, mm. she leans out of the window and sees him and freaks out. Instead of getting back into the car like pulling her head back in and moving up she just sort of freezes there with her head hanging out while he very very fucking slowly (laughs) puts the scythe over her neck and extremely slowly cuts her head off yeah oh you get that beautiful like mannequin heads dropping down to the ground from the car and honestly like knowing like knowing that that's the mum is is so funny. Yeah. Imagine directing your little brother to chop off your mum's head. <laughs> it's it's so grim. It's so grim. <laughs> I mean that that scene is very comedic, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's very it's silly. It's completely We kind of ridiculous. go like we get one like really funny scene to one really fucked up scene and we kind of kind of bounce back and forth between that. Mm, it's very much all over the place in terms of <laughs> yeah. how fucked up it is. Yeah, yeah, this is a very goofy kind of moment. Yeah. And the head that that is chopped off is very much like a mannequin yeah. head, right? Yeah. So we've just seen Mike's mum get her head cut off. And then we get my favourite scene. This scene is just absolutely fucking golden. Oh my God, I could watch this on repeat. It is just (laughs) so, 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 so perfect. I 
want to... I, I don't know if you know more about this scene as well. I do. Oh, good, good, good. So I'm excited to hear more about this. So he breaks into someone's back garden um, and there's a girl kind of just relaxing on like a garden lounger, just like sunbathing or something. By far the worst actress. Oh, yeah. In the film, in the best possible way. Oh, yeah. She's just laughing <laughs> from start to finish. Yeah. In this. Uh, also worth mentioning that she's a little bit older than the yeah. rest of the cast we've seen so far. Can I uh, guess who she is? You can. Do you know who I she do. is? I do. Okay. Is that Mike Diana's... I'm going to guess sister? It is, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. O- older sister? I think so. Maybe? I don't know yeah. how old, but... She, she looked a bit older. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe 20 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so she's there and kind of lounging around and and the blood brother, singular now, <laughs> takes some rope and just starts like tying her up, basically. Yeah, very, and as you said, she's kind of just like laughing through it. And uh, you probably tell, you probably guess like Mike Dana's behind the camera. Like, no, stop fucking laughing. Don't, yeah. don't rub it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard him laughing a few times behind I, I, yeah, the camera yeah. as well. <laughs> and then like, and, and then he grabs her by the hair and starts punching her in the stomach. Yeah. And she starts going, no, no, my baby, I'm pregnant. Yeah. I'm pregnant, oh, my so baby. Fuck. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, that took a dark turn. Oh, and, and <laughs> holy shit where this goes. And oh, then my God. He goes, oh, that's good. Now I'm going to give you an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Now I'm going to give you an abortion. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, he's so excited yeah. that she's pregnant. And and all, like, just before we get into that mm. absolutely fuck next bit, this whole scene had probably the most looking at the camera from mm. both of these actors. And as you said, like, you can tell they're like, is that okay, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I keep, Come on, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Punch him more. Grab her hair. <laughs> and we should also stress the punching is so gentle oh yeah it's just like softly tapping at his system yeah so he he picks up a coat hanger off the floor proper back guard and coat hanger abortion style and he fashions it into a shape and then just kind of starts thrusting it inside her and you get like the blood spray (laughs) from her legs and spraying all over him it sounds it sounds fucked and like on paper it is, but you also have to picture this with him giggling while she's also giggling yeah. off camera. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Mike Diane is also laughing as he's filming it as well, as blood is like spraying everywhere. Yeah. And then so he he pulls out the fetus. Um, oh my god. And like with the tongue, starts licking it. Yes, yeah, so it's like on the end of the coat. Oh, it's like hooked fetus. on, isn't it? So oh. fucked. And yeah, like when he when he licks, that's actually that's probably other than the tongue bit, the worst bit mm. in the film, where he's licking this fucking fetus. Mm. And like, come on, mate! Like, come on, mate! <laughs> <laughs> Your mum's in this film. How has this been? How did she allow this? To yeah. <laughs> and then so, and then he starts licking it, and he throws the baby to the floor and stamps on it, and you get this pool of blood coming out. This uh, freshly so, aborted fetus. So fucked. And just just utterly fucked. Just to really emphasize how fucked this fucked this is. You've got the director directing his younger brother mm. to perform an abortion on his older sister. sister. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who whoever thought this was a good idea? Oh my god. Um and after, you know, suffering this uh, backyard abortion, she kind of 
gets her strength back. And she's all like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. She's quite immediately. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, bloody, like, why do you do that? Sort of thing. It's her attitude. Yeah. And um, and then he says, oh, you're going to kill me? Well, with what? That safety pin on your shirt? Ha <laughs> ha. So, so she has this little, like, tiny little safety pin on her shirt. And she's like, oh, yeah, fucking all right. Takes it off and just, like, repeatedly stabs him. This, this is my, maybe after that. That kid at the start mm. getting his hand all smashed up. Mm. This is probably my second favorite scene. Oh, yeah. Because it just goes for so fucking long. But it's so funny. I was pissing myself <laughs> laughing watching this, where she's stabbing him over and over and over mm. with this pin. But his screaming <laughs> is hilarious. It's like some of the funniest like screaming I've ever heard yeah. in a film this high pitched screaming and at one point it's like layered mm. there's like layered screams yeah. I actually first thought it was her screaming because yeah, it's yeah. so shrill it's so shrill yeah. and then it cuts the, the close up yeah. of him right where you see him screaming and it's, it's ridiculous and I really can't stress how long this goes for mm. I like I didn't time it, but I, I swear it was like five minutes of the running time was this. It was so so long. Yeah. And the bit after this is also I think something that elevates this. Oh my god. To another level of insanity that I did not expect. No, no. This so is she, this was like the, the, the icing on top of the cake. Oh, it's fucking amazing. So she's murdered him. Yeah. And she picks up his body. Drags him off sort of behind... Like it's a, like a doghouse, yeah, isn't like it? A, yeah, that's right. Like a, a kennel. And then he walks out <laughs> the other side, shirtless, in little brightly coloured sh- shorts, and he's being reborn. And we've got all this sort of Jesus-sounding music. He's reincarnated as yeah. Jesus. And the music's like this kind of biblical-sounding yeah. music. He's got stigmata yeah. on his hands and on his feet. And he's even got, like, the the, the cut in his... Uh, the ribs, right? The, the Jesus yeah, got yeah, stabbed yeah. by the... Those. And it's, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. And, like, this is maybe one other thing I knew about Mike Diana before this, is that he used to have to go to church a lot. Right, right. So... I know that he has a lot of hang-ups about Catholics. Right, okay. And you really feel it in this scene. <laughs> oh, but I just thought like, it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's so good. And yeah, that, that for me, I was like, this is already great, but that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> it's so absurd and amazing. Yeah, and then so he gets reincarnated as Jesus, and he comes out with the Jesus pose, like, you know, showing his hands and feet, and, and the... The sister who's just stabbed him to death starts like praying at his feet, and she's like down, like kissing his feet, like praying to him, and and then he pulls out a syringe, mm. gives it to the girl Filled with brown, so I'm sure whatever it was like heroin or something, yeah, right? yeah, and which she injects, and then just starts immediately like freaking out, yeah. like flailing around, spasming out. And then we get another, uh, like, what the fuck is going yeah. on scene. This is so hard to even describe what's <laughs> happening. My, and I'm sure you'll know more about yeah. this, but my my assumption of what we see next. Mm. So it's basically like a montage of madness, basically. Yeah. And I'm going to assume that these are all clips from early. That's Mike exactly Diana right. Yeah. Because we see 
his brother even younger. Mm. Like maybe like he looks like nine or ten. We I'm pretty sure we see that kid who gets killed at the start mm. looking very young. Yeah. As well. So yeah, that was I assumed that this was all just sort of mm. like a compilation of his other films. So yeah, so she starts freaking out and we kind of fade into essentially like you said, like a five minute sequence of a man with like a sack on his head just killing a load of kids. Basically, mm. ripping out their guts, stuffing them in washing machines, hammering them to yeah. death. And it's like just like scene after scene of child getting brutally killed, like eating their organs. One of them gets lawn mowered to death. And I was watching it. I was like, hang on. This, is, this has nothing to do with everything, anything that we've seen so far. Mm. It is completely irrelevant. So when I first watched this, I thought... The, the the film ended with the girl like o- ODing. Yeah. And then we were watching like B roll or just right, like some right. other short film or whatever that was included in this file that I had downloaded. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, because there's no context to it. It's mm-hmm. completely irrelevant. It's just gore. It's just a compilation of gore scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ends with um, the man with his. Bag, the bag on his head getting set on fire, right? Yeah, <laughs> there are so many moments in this that are great, though. So, like, the lawnmower bit that you mentioned, the washing machine bit is, is so cool. fucked. Because mm. that's, like, a really young-looking kid. Mm. It's so fucking freaky. But um, the bit that really stood out to me... that So, most of it's, like, this bag head guy yeah. killing people. But then there's also, like, a scene with the Blood Brother kid. So, Mike, uh, his mm. brother getting a TV smashed over his head. Yeah. And then he takes the, the TV off his head and grabs an axe and sort of hunts down the other kid that did that mm. to him and kills that, axes that kid and then pulls out the kid's heart and then he's fucking licking the heart. <laughs> and I'm like, again, with the licking the organs and yeah, body parts, yeah. it's so fucking weird. But, oh, and also, fuck... I totally forgot that bit where they're, like, huffing glue. Oh, yeah, that was so wild. So, there's, like, yeah. another scene where it's, like, like very young, very <laughs> young-looking kids, like, putting glue in a bag and, like, huffing glue. <laughs> oh, and it's just... It's, it's madness. Yeah. Another bit with, like, three kids, like, all holding rakes, approaching oh, another kid, yeah. and they're just all, like, stabbing the kid. It's very, like, burning kind yeah, of style, yeah. isn't it? Another bit with, like, a kid on a chair getting, like, strangled from behind and then stabbed through the chair. Like, it's it's fucking nuts. Oh, and and the kid. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, the most insane bit. There's a kid getting cut in half. Oh, my God. So, there's, like, a bit with yeah. a kid getting pulled in half. Yeah. And it, it's actually a really impressive effect mm. for a bunch of kids to make. And then, like, you know, his guts getting eaten by mm. whoever's done that to him. And then, as you said, it ends with, like, that insane kind of moment of this guy with a bag on his head yeah. uh, getting a blowtorch shoved in his mouth and his <laughs> head set on fire. Yeah. But that sounds very violent, but you've got to imagine this made mm. by a bunch of kids. So yeah. it's yeah. truly ridiculous looking. It is, it is. But, but like I said, when I first watched it, I was like, hang on, this. so so the movie's finished and this is just some other stuff that was mm. like lopped on the back of the file. Um, but we actually cut back mm. to the garden and what we had just witnessed was the hallucination yeah. caused by the, the drugs from Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then... We just get that. (laughs) And then she pulls out a razor blade and goes to cut her wrists. Yeah. And and then end. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Credits. 
And now you told me not to watch the end credits, so I did. So so yeah, um, the that weird hallucination scene, as mm. you as you guessed, these are all um, shots from his previous film called The Shed, mm. uh, which he made in '87. Right. And I looked up The Shed on um, on Letterboxd and stuff, and there is something that comes up, and it doesn't say like who it's directed by it doesn't say who is in it it has been not been watched by anyone right it, it has literally no information on it but all it does say is a group of friends is hunted by a vicious serial killer whose weapons are choice weapons of choice are everyday gardening tools that so we it. can assume yeah, that yeah. that's it but it doesn't even say like who it's directed by but mm. anyway so all those like that, that weird like hallucination stuff are just just scenes from his other film. Yeah. He just cut his other film into this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another uh, great little tidbit for you. Um, mm. The final the final little, little cherry on the top, if you will. Mm. So the absolutely fucked up one we just watched of, um, of the girl getting an abortion and then killing this kid who gets reincarnated as Jesus, mm. praying to Jesus, and then being given the drugs by Jesus, which ends yeah. up killing her. The sister at the time was a heavy Christian. Right, right. And was like a regular churchgoer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was really like on the fence of whether she should kind of mm. be in this film. Actually, anyway, she, she did the role. But after was like she really regretted doing it because it goes ev- against everything that Christianity preaches, For right? Sure. <laughs> like yeah. it's so fucking morally wrong, mm. and to be like worshiping her little brother who is essentially playing the role of Jesus now, yeah, yeah. who then gives her <laughs> drugs and then a razor blade to kill herself with. I'm sure there was a lot of moral moral complications and confusions yeah, yeah. <laughs> that she had to kind of uh, overcome. Um, but she talks about that in the uh, documentary by uh, Frank Henelotta. Mm. And she said, you know, I was happy in, in the long run, but at the time I was uh, I was very confused. <laughs> wow. That's nuts. So I guess his family must be quite religious then, I guess. You know, I, I don't even know about his family's religious stuff. I mean, like you said at the beginning, like he was brought up as a Christian. Mm. Um, I don't know if they still are, but... There are a couple of moments in the documentary where Mike Diana talks about how, like, he was kind of not, not beaten by his dad, but, mm. like, you know, mm. I think he called it hair pulling. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, I, I wonder if he was brought up in a very, like, strict household. and Sure. And I think it was probably he rebelled against that and ended up making these, like, crazy things. But um, it, it, it's interesting, though, that his mum is in the film. Mm. So, there's obviously... A level of parental support for this absolutely fucked film. Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. It is. It is. And that's it. I mean, that's, that's, that's all we have. It, mm. the, the end credits are written on post-it notes. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, quite, they're quite brilliant. I saw a flash of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's just this absolute fantastic time capsule. And like we said before, it's just so charming to look at because we both have mm. been in that place where we've tried to make some like home movie with our mates uh, when we were teenagers with a camera and just like with whatever means we had ready and mm. and and you kind of see yourself in there a little bit you know you yeah. kind of relate to what what Mike was doing whilst he was making mm. this um 
I, I, I did a similar thing when I was a teenager, but I would never have ever been able no. to do something as amazing or as gory as this. Yeah, yeah. That's how... That's what makes this... Uh, not only the gore, but, like, the... Like, what he's doing, like, is, mm. is insane. Like, mm. it's, it's so fucked. It's so fucked in a way that, you know... I've never seen anything by a teenager that's this, like, no. horrendous. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I made gory stuff when, when I was a teenager, when I was, like, 14, 15. Mm. But it was more just like, oh, yeah, I'm making a slasher comedy yeah. kind of thing. It wasn't, you know, I didn't have abortions or, like, all that kind of fucking yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. It's really insane. I think I did the same. My, my first, like, attempt was, like, for just, like, a shitty zombie film. Because zombie films are, like, you know, easily mm. done um, mm. cheaply. And I tried to do something. And tried to get some nice, like, blood spray effects going on. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing, yeah. of course. And never did anything after that for, you know, well, with that particular project. Yeah. I think I, I shot, like, a few scenes. Like, yeah, no, fuck this. I'm not good at this. I <laughs> give up immediately. But seeing what Mike Diana did with this and the, the level that he went to... And the, the quality of the gore, mm. I mean, we, we've spoken about how cheesy it is, but, but at the impressive. same time, it's very impressive. Mm. Even getting, like, blood to spray mm. can mm. be tricky. Yeah. And he was clearly just a one-man army, mm. you know, gathering his, his friends and his brothers and sisters. Like, he was probably doing everything. There was something in this that reminded me so much of my own first thing. Oh, I yeah. Made. So, I, I can't remember what scene, but there's a bit where someone is is stabbing someone and the and blood's flying into the person's face but it's flying in from the wrong angle <laughs> and it, it reminded me of like the first film i ever made uh when i was like yeah it must have been 14 mm. something like that 14 or 15 in the year 2000 I made, like, this really shitty slasher movie where I'm playing, like, a murderer. <laughs> it's called Spleen. Spleen! <laughs> Might put some uh, clips of it on the, the new Catsick Blues oh, release, sick. actually. But, yeah. But there's a bit where I'm, like, um, I have a whippersnipper. What's a whippersnipper? It's, like, for... Uh, it's, like, a... How do you explain a whippersnipper? It's, like, for, for cutting down plants... Oh, like trimming down plants. Oh, so you got that like that bit of wire that spins yeah, around. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. Do you call oh. it something else in the UK? Oh, I don't know what we yeah, call it. Yeah, whipper snipper in Australia. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. So mm. there's a bit where I'm killing someone with that, and uh, like I remember when we were filming it because we're just like dumb kids. Yeah. We're like, hey, yeah, you you just stand off to the side yeah. and throw blood in my face. Yeah, yeah. And then when you watch the film, it's just like this really obvious, like <laughs> from the, the totally the wrong angle, this blood just getting thrown in my face. <laughs> I think you even see like someone's hand come oh, in. Oh, brilliant. But that like gave me flashbacks to, yeah. to filming that. So yeah, it does, even though it's really fucked. Yeah. It does uh, definitely bring back memories of making stuff back then. Oh, it's totally good. I think because we have both gone on to make films to some degree mm. and have both attempted to make films whilst we were a lot younger. Yeah. You can totally see the charm of this film. Mm. Yeah. And with that, like, I, I'm just so glad this film exists. Oh, totally. I love this film. It's just yeah. so, so pure, but at the same time, it's just so fucking wrong. Yeah, it's a very interesting blend of that of like the yeah it's got that kind of charm but it's also one of the 
the most fuck things yeah. I've seen in quite some time. Yeah. I'm 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 really tempted to watch his other films now. Like I want to see that one you mentioned before. Baked Baby yeah, Jesus. I want to see that. I think I, that's relatively easy to come by. I yeah, I, I read a review of that where someone mentioned you could get it from his website, mm. I think. Um mm. it's it looks like it's really long, though. It's like two hours or something. I, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on this. I'm not sure. But I looked at the um, the, the jacket, the DVD jacket art, and I'm. it might be the case where it's like a number of short films included ah, on one. Because okay. it's kind of, there's like bullet points and different titles. I don't right. know. I don't know what that was. Mm. I could be completely misreading mm. this, but... But I definitely want to see that. Yeah, I yeah. want to check that out. And he, I guess he was a bit older when he made that because that's from the early 90s. Right. So he would have already been an adult at that point. I wonder if uh, little brother is in it. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if he still has a mullet. Yeah. But saying that, little brother um, also appears in the documentary by oh, really? Frank Canalotta. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he, he, he still... How's he doing? Yeah, he's, he's, he's Actually, still kicking. On on that documentary, what, what was your... Like, after watching that, how did you feel about Mike Diana? Like, what kind of a person is he? It's funny, because he, he's he's there. Like, you know, mm. he's he does a lot of interviews, and he talks to the camera a lot as well. And, um, and he comes across as a very gentle, mm. keep-to-yourself, like... Right. And he, he seems like he kind of struggles with words a little bit. Like, he's not this, like, anarchistic... Mm. fucking go out and kill people like yeah, cause yeah. as much chaos as possible kind of guy but that you might get the image from from watching his movies or reading his books he's just a very humble quiet mm. man mm. and during the times of his trial as well there was um his his girlfriend at the time and she was saying like he he would not hurt a fly Mm. He is the nicest guy in the world, mm. but everyone kind of saw him. That they they essentially demonized him. You know, mm. he's this rapist. He's this murderer, and it's like he's not. He's just this very sweet man. Mm. And you get that. Um, you get that from him when when you hear him talk. Like mm. he is just a very sweet, softly spoken guy. But yeah, it it does make you wonder where mm. this imagery comes from. But it's also, that's quite a good lesson in not judging people by mm. the things that they make, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of people that make horror stuff, uh, you know, most of them are quite nice people, I think, on the whole. Yeah. Whereas, like, you look at someone like Woody Allen, mm. <laughs> who, you know, his films are, like, very gentle, mm. kind films, and he's a fucking monster. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> It's it is like yeah it's a it's an interesting lesson mm. in in that as well yeah. I think yeah. I mean it's easy to um to scapegoat the guy who makes fucked up movies you know mm. they think oh he's a fucking serial killer he's a pedo or he's a whatever <laughs> I was about to say well we've both experienced well, that we, we, but then you said the pedo thing <laughs> well, I can only speak for myself Dave <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get on with it yeah I mean I had I really really enjoyed watching this so much like it's actually maybe my favorite thing that we've watched for hey. the show so far <laughs> just because like i love this kind of shit mm. like um you know it gets thrown this term gets thrown around a lot but like the outsider art kind of thing mm. but this is so genuine and it's it's as you said pure yeah and i fucking loved it and it 
I was so shocked by it as well. And I wasn't expecting to be that shocked. No. Um, but yeah, there were there were moments in this that absolutely threw me for a spin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I watched it today and, and um, yeah, I'm like, man, this is great. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I will definitely watch this again for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I watched it twice recently and every time it was just like, oh, man. This mm. is gold. Yeah, yeah. And so forth. Just, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so fucking wrong on camera, but you just can't help but love mm. it. But it's also, like, one thing I thought inter- that was interesting about watching this is it, 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 it you can tell it's by an artist mm. as well. Because there, there are a lot of, you know, shot on video horror films from this time. Mm. And they're just fucking garbage. They're yeah. absolute... Uh, you know, artless shit. Yeah. And whereas this is like, you know, it's obviously a crude, obnoxious kind mm. of film, but it feels like it's made by a truly passionate yeah. guy with like a lot of things going on in his mind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a really, really interesting mm. watch. I really enjoyed it a mm. lot. Nice. So what are you going to give it? How about you go first? You know what? You know what? This might be a bit controversial. No, but I think I might give the same as you. But I, I'm, I'm going 10. Yeah, me too. Hey! <laughs> you know, I decided that when I when I finished it, I'm like, fuck, is it a 10? I think it's a 10. Yeah. And the reason being is that there's shit in this that I have never seen before. Right. And especially the fact that it's like, you know, knowing that he was directing his little brother, his sister, and his mother mm. to do this fucked up shit man it's it's insane yeah this is nuts so yeah the wrong amount of how wrong how fucked the film is a hundred percent i've got to give this a 10 yeah <laughs> we we did it we did it. i think that's yeah. our that's our third 20 yeah yeah we, we've, had, we've had quite a few uh where we've both given it a 10 but yeah, I, I've got to give it a ten. I think for me, yeah, I, I was I was like debating about it, but after watching the um the documentary that Frank and Lotta did, and knowing that the uh, sister was also a heavy Christian and a and an mm. avid churchgoer, and then you you kind of like you, you put into the um into aspect the director directing his younger brother to perform an abortion on his older Christian yeah, sister, yeah. which. Oh, goes so against fucked. everything Christianity yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh, there's so many like oh. moral boundaries crossed here. Yeah, like yeah. and the the tongue yeah. rubbing on the crotch that, and stuff. I think for me when when that tongue scene happened, I'm like, I, I've got to give this <laughs> no matter what happens after yeah. this. But then also that scene and then the montage of like the the scenes from that shed yeah, film. Just put it in his other film. <laughs> those scenes were really fucked up. Yeah. Like that kid getting put in the washing machine and stuff. It's really yeah. disturbing. And I think because it is like actual kids, which you don't really see in horror films, mm. it's very disturbing. So, yeah. Wee, good stuff. Good it's stuff. I'm great. glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I had an absolute blast with had this a one. Great time. And I'm really hanging out to watch that documentary. Mm. I was actually kind of frustrated because I really wanted to watch it. Right. Um, but when we do this pod, we, you know, I'm not allowed to look up anything. No. So I'll just, I'm going to watch it as soon as we finish recording this, I think. <laughs> nice. So what we got in store next time? I'm a little worried about oh. next time. I don't know. Not, I, I mm, it's just, it's a film that I've not watched in about 10 years. Right. And 
I don't remember anything about it okay. except one scene. Right. So I'm basing this, my choice of this film is based mm. on one single moment in wow. the film. Wow. Do you remember the rest of the film? No. Okay, nothing this could be interesting. So it could possibly not be a good choice, right? For this okay, podcast. right. But I also really wanted to rewatch it. Okay, okay, <laughs> so fine, 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 fine. It felt like a good excuse to do it. Plus, it's only eighty-eight minutes. I'll be like a short one, don't we? Yeah. So, with all that said, mm. next week we're going to be watching the murder secret. The mu- I- I've heard of this. The From murder secret, nineteen eighty-eight. Hmm. It's an Italian film. Yeah, I'm not gonna attempt to say the italian i'll do that next week i'll embarrass myself with that you might also know it as lucio fucci presents ah the murder secrets not uh, directed by lucio fucci uh, maybe that's why i know it then okay. but i can promise you that you have seen scenes from this film right but we'll find out why next time is it like <laughs> we'll find out next time. Oh, okay all right <laughs> thanks thanks for listening thanks for listening thanks so much what should we tell people? Uh, how, uh, how, how to how to how do people find find us on Twitter <laughs> at smsw podcast. That's it. Ah, oh, I did it. You did it. You did it. You got it. Or leave us a memo. <laughs> leave us a memo. <laughs> where where can they leave us a memo? An SMS podcast. <laughs> oh fuck it out. Yeah. So yeah, we've got a Twitter. Uh, we've also got an email. <laughs> Which people are finally starting to use as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Someone, someone wrote us, didn't they? Yeah, that was very nice. Um, so, yeah, please feel free to send us an email at showmesomethingwrong at gmail.com. Uh, and please, most importantly, please uh, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, I, don't, I can't give you the full link for that. It's too long. Just you Google just it. Find just, it yourselves, just, mate. Uh, yeah. just go to google.com.au. <laughs> type in show me something wrong podcast apple podcast and you'll find it there but yeah that would be very helpful if you could do that yes so yeah we'll see you next time for do you remember the this? murder secret oh, presented by Lucio Fulci <laughs> <laughs>